10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is October 4th and we've got a quick episode for you all today. We're going to start with this community call right here. Um, and um, it says, you know, uh, our next community call is starting in one hour. Um, join Ken and um, our special host from Connext uh, to chat about the future of layer twos and more. And it says drop your questions below and tune into the space at 8 p.m. UTC on 3rd of October. So that was yesterday. So um, Ken, you know, uh, talked to people from Connext and then uh, Patches was on the call as well um, to give updates on what's happening in the system because Joe, who would normally attend, was not feeling great. So Patches stood in for Joe. So um, Sneaky gave us a summary of what happened. And he says that the Twitter space was a summary of updates on SmartNode version 2.0. Um, so one of the main things that's happening is that there's a refactor of the SmartNode code and there's lots of re-architecting, rock, architecting, I guess. Sorry, <laughs> uh, just you know, sometimes you hear a word and it sounds funny, and you know, when you when you say it out loud, yeah, architecting. Um, it says there's 300 files have been changed in the source code. There's 18,000 lines of code have been deleted. 13,000 lines of code have been added. And then um, Sneaky says that it won't really have any notable new features for normal users. The primary intent is to refactor the code to make it easier to maintain and build things on top of it. And one of the major parts of the re-architecting, re okay, I'm, 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 yeah, um, involves moving Rocket Pool API to the Rocket Pool node container, which would make the Rocket Pool API available for things other than command line interface, i.e., other user interfaces that will be able to utilize the rocket pool api so then um, the question was you know when when would this when would we get smart note 2.0 so the code is very far along but we can't say the exact time whether it will be before or after houston um, you can get more information um, about things that were talked about in the call if you listen to the recording which you can see the link of on the screen it was an hour and 15 minutes but um yeah you can check that out but the great thing about the smart note uh, 2.0 is like um like you know uh, sneaky just said in the summary is that the platform that it will be based on is changing so it means that you'll be able to build your own um infrastructure on top of it so what this will open up the door for is potentially for there to be a bounty um if someone wants to write one to um make um a graphical user interface on top of the command line uh, the smart node stack that's happening um, i think it's called web hooks or html hooks i'm not exactly sure what the terminology is but what will happen is that um people will be able to make someone will be able to make a front end for um the smart node stack which will be html based and you can you can um basically interact in a, in a graphical way instead of in a command line way which is actually really exciting um, and I think that's going to be a really nice move for uh, making it even easier for people to stake with Rocket Pool. Um, the back end will still be the same as far as um, things that I've heard from Joe so you'll be able to interact with um, the smart node stack in the way that you know now or um, you know if someone builds a, a graphical user interface on top of it then you can use the GUI as well. So that's really exciting. Okay, getting on to the big news from yesterday, um, and that's kind of carrying on today, is here this post from Maker. 
Now, those of you who've been watching Rocket Fuel for a while will know that Maker were kind of hinting towards um, this happening, what I'm going to talk to you about um, a few months ago. So it wasn't really much of a surprise to anyone in the community who's been around for a while. But Maker had this tweet that said, this is an important notice to all um, users of the R ETH dash A um, like system they have, right? So it says the R ETH um, a vault type is being offboarded from the maker protocol the first step in offboarding process is to set the executive vote on october 11th and then this is learn, learn more and stay up, uh, updated so it says the offboarding parameters for our eth a type vaults as detailed in the stability scope were published by a block uh, analytica on the maker forum and then there's a link to the maker forum currently there are 50 yeah, seven RETHA active vaults totaling 26.14 million in die debt. Um, and then there's some information. This is following the approval from the stability facilitators that RETHA offboarding will be performed in two steps. The first one is set the maximum debt ceiling to zero, um, and the second one will be uh, changing the liquidation ratio to 10,000%, uh, liquidation penalty to zero and set our ETH a chip and tip to tbd so it says the second step parameter change required to complete the offboarding will include in the future executive vote which will take place no sooner than october 25th once all aforementioned parameter changes are deployed to the maker protocol all our ETH a vault positions with collateralization ratio below 10,000% will be liquidated. So please, please, please be careful about what's going on there. Um, if you are a user and want to avoid liquidation, we strongly recommend paying off your die debt in full and closing all your RETHA vaults before the completion of the two mentioned steps. For more detail, see the original post in Maker Forum. So that got a lot of um, community attention yesterday. Um, here, um, um, Latetot. Yeah, sorry. I said such a bad call. You guys have completely lost the way. And then Rune, who's one of the big big wigs at Maker, says it's too expensive to maintain in the main legacy vault engine as such a low usage but remains available in Spark Protocol, which we'll be talking about next. Um, it should have been communicated better in the tweet itself that this doesn't mean ending our exposure of die collateral, blah blah blah. Um and then other people are saying as well that this is unnecessary and bad decision. Um and then Jack says, you know, why would uh, the DAO off-board collateral like this? Um, and then Russ says, decentralization isn't profitable, so she would, we should quit doing it. Is that the gist? Um, and a lot of people were kind of questioning that decision. It's like, why would you do this? So um, here there was an interesting take from... I have Millie, I guess, saying, I read over the RETH onboarding context and it's basically a straight-up anti-competitive political move. They set a ridiculously high bar of target collateral for RETH vaults to meet and there's no legitimate reason to limit die collateral. Um, Maker already entrenched um, USDC in DeFi and now they're being anti-competitive with LSTs and I'm attempting to enshrine STETH, which is a product from Lido, of course. And then here as well from Sam McPherson, he says that Spark will be increasing the supply cap for RETH so you can move your positions there for approximately the same borrow rate. So Spark is a sub-DAO of Maker and I think Maker are kind of moving to this like modular um, architecture where different sub-DAOs will deal with different kinds of products um, and uh, the core Maker protocols kind of like trying to streamline into, I'm not sure exactly what they're 
they're the way they're setting it all up but it seems like you know if you want to mint die with your wreath then the place to go will be um spark where you can go and do it at spark so um and this of course brought up a lot of discussion in the rocket pool discord you know like i said we've all known that this has been coming for a while but i was the first person to share the tweet um and then Invis says finally um and he says maker is bad but um Waldorf said it was essentially in the card since the day that the RETH vault got its own special bullet for how it and only it could be removed for failing to meet certain criteria um <laughs> Invis says also make a bad damage that makers bad um yeah and basically what happened is that they were setting the standard um for RETH usage in maker to be uh a lot higher than it was they were trying to bring uh, match it with um STETH's usage as a ratio of their market cap um and of course um it was it was not like that so here look uh Waldorf says someone specifically put in the line item that said we need to be as profitable per market cap as Lido or more um and it wasn't as profitable uh, by some arbitrary metric basically and uh, note that if we were more profitable there'd be no benefit or decrease on lido or anything so it was just um as val over here says he says they just wrote themselves an excuse might be one of the cases where the d in dao wasn't so apparent so um here um nostra says our ETH got special treatment on the way in and on the way out so it seems like when when our ETH was being onboarded um it wasn't quite in this in the um, same way that other pro pro products were being onboarded like i think that's what nosh was insinuating here and then on the way out kind of got shafted basically uh, pardon my language but um yeah there was uh there was a lot of discussion that's kind of been taking place about this decision um and there were some really bad takes that were put out there um by people in the in crypto twitter and there was uh, you know trying to people trying to argue against it and saying like like you know you you kind of dumb but yeah it's happening um so you can move your position to spark um if you if you have a die position um and uh, it says you know for approximately the same borrow rate so hopefully it won't impact you too much just please 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 act asap like the like i said there's 57 um vaults that are open so um you know getting liquidated would be really bad so please don't get liquidated so please move your position or repay your loan asap and of course, you know, you can take your Arith to Gravita, um, who will happily take it and give you Gry in return, which um, which might be an option for you. I'm not endorsing Gravita. Um, I just, it's just the first one that comes to mind. There's a whole lot of other um, blending uh, protocols out there now that will take your Arith. Um, so, yeah. Okay, next we've got this video from uh, Kevin, who says, I've been creating this video in the past week and it is a new ETH staking um, machine with um, with yeah with the stuff you can see on the screen so there's ram and um yeah whatever whatever you saw there <laughs> there's ram the hard drive and like a processor that can run your stake so i think kevin is trying to make a new kind of hardware that's available for stakers yorick says nice um it's wi-fi but no ethernet port what's the decision around including an ethernet port not for this version um and uh makes it maybe just add in the usb ethernet adapter on your own uh, but um 
Kevin says we may redesign the mini base to include a RJ45 pot. Having it directly on the tower is not feasible due to one room on the board, and two such designs won't sit well with the extra large setup, which is the kind of creating, I guess, some kind of modular hardware system where your tower can be upgraded into an extra large setup. So they've got some kind of um, um, FX blocks is the name of the company i think and they've got some kind of like system that they're, they're putting together um it says um, that you know you they might include an ethernet adapter uh, with power pass through in the package um yorick says got it thanks uh, i think joe was keen on 2.5 g but personally i think that's optional for staking 1g is plenty to be sure um and yeah they were just talking about the different kinds of dongles that then you can use to get that power through and the ethernet adapter so yeah that was that's kind of what um what's going on here so um i thought i'd give them a shout out because staking hardware is always good um it's it can't be uh, more expensive than avado or the stuff dapnode sells like way overpriced stuff but um yeah that's a whole different discussion Okay, next we're going to be talking about this uh, validator queue website on the Ethereum beacon chain. So this was updated a minute ago. Let's just give it a quick refresh. So right now there's 9,255 validators and the wait time to get those through will be um, three days and 10 hours. So this queue has pretty much gone to zero as we can see. So on in beginning of June, it peaked at um, around 95,000 validators waiting i think it reached a little bit higher than the number is showing here i think it was close to 100,000 um that was on june 11th and then since then it's been it's been like down only but it's not really down only that it literally we've onboarded hundreds and thousands of ethereum validators in that time which is absolutely amazing we now stand at 841,000 active validators on the ethereum network which is truly amazing like really really fantastic um so as you can see over here that the, the activate active validate account went up on june 10th that we just said but like you know from may it was 576,000. so we've gone up nearly like 30 percent in that time which is well 25 percent in that time which is absolutely phenomenal growth um for the for the last few months right and that line of new validators coming online has just been up only which is fantastic However, one thing that's been down only is your staking APR. Um, so staking APR now is down to around 3.7%, um, somewhere around there, um, which is, yeah, 3.72%, which is down from um, the 5.2% um, that was there um, at the moment of um, the Shanghai upgrade. Um, so yeah it just hopefully this will remove any barriers for more people becoming rocket pool node operators or starting new validators rocket pool um it seems like that um you know some people might have been waiting for this so it'll be interesting to see how this um will play out with the dynamic with uh, a potential premium that does or doesn't emerge in the coming weeks or months even maybe and um how it's all going to play out so that's definitely something to keep an eye on uh, but it looks like that will pretty much reach equilibrium, I think, in the next few days. And then um, it might take a day or two to get through the queue, depending on what's happening. Okay, and um, finally, there was... Um, let me actually go back a little bit. So, um, people were talking about selling RPL. And I made a comment that I'm going to start selling my income from November. I was talking about this yesterday. So, um, I was kind of figuring out 
let me, let me kind of tell you a little bit what, why I'm saying this and what I'm saying. So first of all, I am not bearish on RPL at all. Um, I don't think I've ever been bearish on RPL. I'm really happy um, with um, the growth possibilities coming up in the next couple of years. And I think they're going to be um, truly amazing. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is like, um, you know, I said I'm going to be selling some of my income from November. So those of you who know, you know, I get um, a grant every month um, that uh, the GMC pays me for producing rocket fuel. And um, I've not sold any of the RPL really. Like, okay, like I've sold tiny little bits of it, but nothing to cash out. Just like, you know, swapping some to ETH or whatever like that to make the, you know, uh, take off into DeFi videos and that kind of stuff where um, I'm, I'm playing around a little bit with that but nothing to actually like cash out and nothing substantial, like um, nothing like that. So um, I think the total like RPL I've sold is like, you know, two or $3,000 in total. Like I even paid taxes out of my own pocket last year instead of selling my staking rewards or uh, any other income I got last year for in terms of RPL. So that that's where I should start. So I'm not selling, this is not me like, selling my bag, right? Um, so Bossy said, you know, is there anything specific driving this? So I, I replied to him saying, I have too much RPL. So first of all, that statement in itself is stupid. No one has too much RPL. I definitely don't have too much RPL. If you're going to give me more RPL, I will definitely take it. But I said, I need to start using some of the money to live on. Um, I haven't sold any RPL to take money out since I started Rocket Fuel or any staking rewards. I even paid taxes out of my pocket last year. If anything, it's dumb to be selling in the low market, but shrug so what i'm trying to say here is that look i i need to live um and um, i try to hold off on selling rpl for kind of as long as possible however right now it just doesn't make sense for me to not sell some of my income and um i'll tell you a little bit like when i first bought rpl um i had a certain amount of rpl and i thought that that was a really nice amount of rpl and you know it would it would perform very nicely in a future bull market and i'd i'd it'd be very good to me um and that was that was the amount that i was happy with and then as the following year and a bit went on um that amount grew from like x to three times x and then i was like okay this is a nice amount for me to have so anything above this amount then i'll start selling um, however i just bought more and earned more rpl in that time so i didn't sell anything and now i'm approaching 5x of the initial amount that i wanted um and that's a lot so um i figured that that is a very good line in the sand to draw that i will keep that as my hold bag leading into the bull run um and anything above that you know that 5x amount that's what i'll start selling off every month and um to live off basically to to pay my taxes and to uh, live yeah so um i hope you all aren't offended like you know i'm i'm still a permable i still have more rpl right now than i ever ever imagined that i would have but um it will be that you know i'll be selling um a couple of hundred of a couple of hundred rpl a month um going forwards so sorry um i hope you all don't hate me um but um i hope you can kind of understand where i'm coming from as well but um if anyone has any questions about that you're welcome to ask them in trading i'm totally happy talking about this in the open um or you can message me as well and talk to me about it privately if you want but um you know rest assured like of course this is not financial advice you can do whatever you want with your crypto assets or your money but um, i'm just trying to make the decision that's best for me and and my family so um 
sorry but um yeah that that's that's what's gonna happen going forward because in november that's when i will hit 5x and i think that's when i will then then start selling after that point so yeah anyway thank you all for watching listening um being part of the rocket fuel community and i'll see you all tomorrow bye